Y'all, welcome back. My name is Apollo Mighty, and right now, I am right here. Right now, I'm right here. I'm joined today by a new friend, Marcellus Roberts. He is a digital nomad spreading self-love through self-awareness. I came across his profile on TikTok and his message blew me back. It made me feel seen. It made me feel inspired. We had a little bit of a, a back and forth in our in our messages, but from that conversation, it really I really got sparked and inspired to be more active on my social media and a little bit more transparent. So I want everyone to give my guests a warm welcome. Marcellus, how are you, brother? I am doing fantastic. Thank you oh. for that intro, by the way. Very great intro. Thank um, you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it's been a nice day. I'm really excited to get into this conversation, really just get to, you know, speak with you and go back and forth and, and have other people listen in on this too as well, which is really important. Me too, man. So let's go ahead and go into our first section. This is the right now, right here. So tell me, man, what's going on in your world? How are you feeling today in this exact moment? Mm -hmm. Okay, so in my right now, this this moment, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I will say be completely transparent and honest. You know, past couple months have been very hectic. You know, um, I had recently just got a new job and I'm working remote which is pretty cool because um, I've never worked remote. So that was a huge adjustment. Um, after the launch of the book, like I wrote a book, I didn't do as great of a job with the post promo because, you know, my birthday came and then we had, you know, I have some roommates, a lot of our friends came out and, you know, I will say through the partying and, you know, going out and stuff, a lot of like, uh, those good habits that I had, I, I kind of stepped back from them, which mm -hmm. is, you know, understandable, but I'm very much so in that process of getting back to it. Um, and I've really, you know, put a lot of emphasis back on myself mm -hmm. and really narrowing down where my influences are coming from. So, so just recently I deleted Instagram, I deleted uh, Snapchat, I deleted mm. Twitter, deleted all that. And I'm only, you know, hopping on TikTok to find other like-minded individuals like yourself to listen in and on those conversations that need to be had. And then also, you know, put myself out there and, you know, see if anyone wants to have conversations or, you know, whatever words that I'm feeling that I like want to share out to that are, that are speaking on my heart or my mind and want to shout out to people. So uh, yeah, that, that has been interesting. And I, my screen time has been down significantly, which is super cool. That will happen. <laughs> That will happen. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's where I'm at right now. And, um, overall, I'm just, I'm, I'm like on a 10 in, in a lot of different areas. And I'm, I'm really excited as to where this will lead to. You have such a undeniable presence. Like I, I've just met you and there's something that's like that sparked within you as you're talking about this. I don't know what it is, but like it's in, it's amazing. I just love to see like the way you light up when you're talking about your life in this present moment. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, that was a large part for why I started the podcast um, because I think taking a survey of where we are in life kind of will give us a better idea of the direction that we want to go. And Absolutely. Since, and since you um, deemed yourself kind of a nomad, tell me, where is it that you want to go next in your life, whether that be spiritually, mentally, physically? Mm -hmm. um, so for me at the moment, 
I would say what is of most importance is being superior to my yesterday self. Mm. You know, that, that is something that I, you know, I read this book this year, uh, the way of the superior man, and it really opened my eyes to the perspective of just not focusing so much on our, you know, yearly goals, decade goals, you know, you know, retirement, whatever. And just really putting my attention on, was I superior? Was I better than myself yesterday? You know, and a lot of people will hear like, oh, I want to be a superior man. Oh, you, you want to be the, uh, uh, the best man out of all the men. No, it's not the case. Like, I just want to be the best man of myself. I want to be the best version of myself. Because uh, I feel that as I pour into myself abundantly, I can pour into others the same way. Mm. And, you know, as my cup overflows, it pours in other people's cups and it just yes. becomes a domino effect. So for me, I would say that is of utmost importance. Um, and just, you know, steady making improvements, you know, being 1% better, you know, each day. Another, another book that I had read this year was like the Compound Effect. Phenomenal book. Phenomenal book. I feel every millennial Gen Z should read it because, you know, you, you probably, I'm impatient. Sometimes I, I will admit, you know, uh, and I don't know, you know, just through association, through influence, all that stuff, we've got it from elsewhere and other places. But, you know, at the end of the day, 1% a day adds up over time. Mm-hmm. And through consistency, like, I feel like that consistency is just the answer to everything at the end of the day. Um, it will lead to just unimaginable results in the long run. So that, you know, being superior, getting 1% better each day, that is where a lot of my focus and attention is at the moment. That's dope, man. Um, I noticed that your social media presence has grown quite a bit. Uh, How much of a, how much of a, how hard of a decision was it for you to decide to take I step away from all your other platforms and just focus on TikTok. Oh, it was, yeah, I, th- I had put a lot of thought into it because even with TikTok, like I, I you know, through March or, or through, uh, through March and April, I took a step back from all my platforms mm. pretty much. Um, I know it was not the best timing. I, I didn't per se want to step back, but there was a lot of things going on that made me, okay, take a pause. Let me reassess where, where I'm, where I'm going, what I'm doing, um, and really make sure that I'm providing the best possible value that I can to, you know, the people whom may be influenced by what I put out there or say, and yeah, through TikTok, it was just kind of like three months of just posting consistently, just every single day, two to three each day. You know, it just, it kind of just happened out of nowhere. And I was like, man, like, you know, I feel a lot of people kind of deal with this phenomena of just kind of like overnight success. Right. And um, I'll be completely honest. Like, I didn't really know how to handle it. You know, when you got people DMing you that you never met um, or there, there were, there were some videos where people were, you know, pouring out themselves emotionally, vulnerably, in the comments, I'm just like, wow, like, you know, I would have never, like, if you would have told me like a year ago, two years ago, that people would be seeking my advice 
mm-hmm. or or seeking to see my videos or or read my material or whatever like i would not believe you because you know i, I didn't want to post anything i didn't i didn't think my word meant anything i didn't think i had the the say so to put myself out there and you know and and reach all these people like i can but you know through tiktok it's really opened my eyes to see the the amount of reach and possibility you can have if you just allow yourself to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and you know we talked about this a little bit before the episode 100 yourself authentically that is what i feel was the most important part of you know me deleting all the other ones because you know instagram it's it's all about the looks it's all about you know the the highlights it's all about you know the fame the attention the likes and stuff like that and I will say the community and TikTok is a little different. You know, the, of course, the people that cross platform and come from Instagram, they kind of bring some of those same values and stuff like that. But from what I saw and what really made the what, what really made me make the decision like, hey, I just want to put all my attention to TikTok was that I could be 100 percent myself and mm-hmm. find others just like yourself that we, you know, you know, to each his own and what they believe. But we vibrate on the same frequency you know, the same wavelength and we understand each other on a different level. Um, Whereas like, I'm not just posting this for attention or for likes or for views or whatever. I don't really care about that. To be honest, I care if my message actually reaches someone, touches someone, helps someone and so on and so forth. I think that's what's the biggest difference that I've uh, found between the two platforms, Instagram and TikTok. Um, A, not to really get too much into speaking directly to algorithm, but from the people that I follow, what the algorithm presents to me is a lot more in tune with who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. It feels a lot more tailored. Like for instance, I came across your page, you know, like months ago and I started following you. And since then it's been more, people use like the term woke TikTok, which I hate that term, but (laughs) there are, it's more people who are trying to shift the culture through self-awareness. There's people who want to know more about their own mental health so that they can live more healthy and productive lives. There are people who are sharing stories. And I think if I can say this, because I know that human beings are such storyteller, like us, like we thrive off of storytelling. Yes. And we communicate through story that's what has made TikTok more accessible to me as a millennial and and how it can kind of cross the boundaries between all of these different generations. Cause I follow Gen Zers, I follow Gen X, I follow like a, a, a lot of baby boomers even have me on their cackling. And you know, it's a place where I can go. And I mean, like, to be completely honest, that's one of the places where I have to limit myself the most because I can sit on TikTok and scroll and scroll. And oh my I'll see somebody with some abs. I'm like, oh, I'm staying on this page <laughs> for me. You know, uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah. how much of you developing your social media presence goes back into that 1% better every day? Are you really intentional about how how much you want to grow and that kind of feeds into that or does the one percent that you do in your personal life help feed into what you're making online 
I would say the 1% that I do in my life helps and piggybacks onto what I do on, on social media or TikTok mm. per se, right? Because a lot of it is really just me reiterating things that I may learn or pick up on or things that I've discovered through my life. Um, you know, I, I would say that I'm a pretty open person, pretty vulnerable. Like there's some things like, yeah, I'm not going to share like my like deepest dark secrets, you know, but at the same time, like if the, if the opportunity presents itself where maybe I need to, you know, go to that level with someone, mm -hmm. like I'm not afraid to do so, you know? Um, and because of just getting 1% better, you know, and sharing that with others, wouldn't that say, wouldn't, wouldn't that make them getting 1% better too Absolutely. by receiving that content, receiving that energy through that, through that piece of material or, you know, whatever such. Um, so that and the combination of being intentional with it, you know, like I, I made the decision. I was like, cause I had actually made a TikTok. So that TikTok, the, the page I have, I made that, um, I want to say in May. Yes, in May. Cause my coworkers were on it. And at first I was like, I'm not getting on TikTok. TikTok is for same, kids, same, right? Same, like, same, same, same. <laughs> it's for the dancing, the renegade, all that stuff. I don't want to see all that, right? But then I started to, you know, my coworkers were telling me more and more about it. Um, and I kind of, da I downloaded it and I kind of dived into it. I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I can use this. And, you know, the first post I posted um, got like eight views and no likes. So I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then it took me like 40 minutes to make one 15 second video. So I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. This is, this is too much. Um, and then later down the line, as I started to see just, you know, more alike me, like people like me put themselves out there. I'm just like, look, Marcellus, you need to just figure it out, bro. Mm -hmm. Stop complaining. Stop making excuses. Get over yourself. You know, just figure it out. And being intentional just each and every day, like I started to learn how to make sounds. I started to learn how to make videos. I, oh my God, I remember when I figured out how to make a 60 second video or, you know, add some more time. Like that was like mind boggling to me. Um, yeah, use certain sounds, you know, find trends, like uh, find, you know, potential sounds that could help the algorithm push a certain video out or, or something like that. Um, and just being consistent and, and intentional each and every day, it yeah. really taught me a lot about what TikTok and the algorithm can do and then what I can add to to do for myself to mm -hmm. then lead to do for others. TikTok is one of the only platforms that to me is therapeutic in a way. Mm, yeah. It because like I said, like we've said, I've met people like you. I've met people who have warring ideals to mine. Mm -hmm. I I've yep. met people who who piss me off. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. but it's also taught me one thing that I think I did not have well I didn't have as strong was a sense of of empathy like yes. even though I fully disagree with with you for me it also helps me to remember that this is another person on the other end of this phone mm -hmm. who is in a different part of the world who their ideals quite frankly, are fucked up. They're distinct. <laughs> I 
all out of hell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're, I mean, come on, you're a racist. You're just a fucking mm-hmm. racist. Yep, I've seen that, yeah. I've, oh God, yes. But I see, I go through, the, through their videos and I see the trend. Mm-hmm. And I see the people who follow them. And, and I guess like the soci, the, oh, how can I, I always butcher words. The sociologist of me, in, in me is like, hmm, <laughs> okay. So y'all all, so, so, I mean, you, you're like, you're um, patriotic and racist and homophobic mm. and, and, and y'all all kind of, I mean, I knew they all fit together within the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. To hear the message interwoven over like a little boosie song now, it does, it does it does something different for the spirit? It does something. It brings it all together the way that a classroom just never could. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Yeah, you you bring a really good point of having empathy when you come on this platform. Yes, because. Um, like you said, through a sociological uh, point of view, everyone comes through, come from, comes from different places, you know, have grown up in, in different environments and influenced mm-hmm. in certain ways. Like everything that we know, we've learned from somewhere. Right. Like kids sure. aren't born racist. They no. aren't born with ideals. They aren't born thinking a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, as they grow old and we, you know, we learn from family, friends, you know, institutions like school, work, uh, TV, social programming. Um, that's huge, huge, sure. huge influence. Um, it does kind of weave the personality or the the ideals of who a human being could become later on in life. And you look at it and it's just like, you know, you're like, dang, like, it just doesn't make sense that you're homophobic. Like, why do you hate someone just because they have a sexual preference? Or mm. it doesn't make sense that you would you would degrade or uh, disagree with someone just because of the color of their skin or or just whatever, whatever the case may be, just because mm. they're different. That's literally, if you really boil it. it down to, it, yes. it, the only reason why people, you know, think that way or carry those ideals is because of a difference. Why is it that that difference is so, you know, important to you to where you can't even fathom the ideals or the you can't be empathetic for towards sure. towards someone else you know so having that type of empathy you know empathy and humility i think makes you know makes it an experience where you just got to sit back and it's just like you know i i can only control what i can control what you can control for sure. you know i i can't make this person think a certain way i can say whatever i want to say but mm-hmm. at the end of the day it is totally up to them to make that decision to either change the way they think reassess and ask themselves the hard questions as to what has this really been doing for me or for others and if they want to change their mind or not that's that's and, on them and coming to not just this platform, but any platform, even your day-to-day life with a sense of self-awareness for me is the key because I knew how the patriarchy had disenfranchised people in my community. Mm -hmm. So going into, going, getting on the TikTok, what I was able to do was learn more 
and see how it affects people who don't look like me. Yeah. A lot of my, and I'll, I'll be very candid and very transparent. A lot of my prejudices against other um, races who take advantage of black people have softened in a way because yeah, the patriarchy and the colonization of the world has had an impact on all of us. Even if you're white, even if you're yes. white, you've been taught that you're superior and that really, and you would think that would make you, that that would be a good thing for you, but it's actually fucking you up because mm -hmm. the people who are pushing that agenda and are pushing that message onto you are still pulling your strings like they're pulling everybody else's. Absolutely. So in, in that, that's where my, my heart has been able to soften. It ain't so soft to where I'm going to let somebody disrespect me. It's not so soft that I'm going to let anybody disrespect one of my brothers, one of my sisters, because my community mm -hmm. comes first in my eyes because yes. I'm, I'm black first. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm able to empathize with, with all types of different people who I know I knew nothing about. Um, and whose point of view I normally wouldn't be exposed to unless I went seeking it. But right here, it's just- It's there. It's right there. And you have mm -hmm. to, and, and I would have to choose to not listen to this person. Cause there mm -hmm. are people who have said things that I, I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that, but then I listen to it and I judge it based against my own principles and how I feel about life. And there's, mm -hmm. and I look at the commonalities and I look at the differences. But one thing that I always walk away from is remembering, I'm sorry, one thing that I always walk away remembering is that this was a human being talking to me. Mm -hmm. Like you might be racist, you might be homophobic, you might be transphobic, but you're a transphobic human being. You're inherently flawed and you took a wrong turn left to right and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate you anymore. Mm -hmm. Cause that honestly, I had to become aware of the fact of how much damage I was doing to myself by being as angry as I was towards people. Mm -hmm. And think about it, like who was the person or persons or environment that led them to take that turn? Exactly. What, what environment, what, what place did they learn this ideal from to think this way? Mm -hmm. You know, that's where I feel that you know, I empathize the most. I'm just like, man, I feel sorry that your parents allowed you to think that this was okay to think this way, mm -hmm. that you you should judge somebody based off of a difference that you don't share or a, 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 a lack of commonality amongst each other. Like, I'm, I apologize. Like, I wish, I wish that there was more that I could do for you, but I can't, you know, because you, you, you know, what, what I feel that we should also have, what you kind of spoke on is openness to yes. receiving information that you may disagree with. Because many of times I've changed my mind on, on different things from, yes. you know, arguments and stuff that I've uh, had in the past. And, you know, hey, I find a conversation on, on TikTok about it and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? That does make me kind of think a little differently about it. And, you know, having that openness and being able to, or being okay with changing my mind. Like, I'm, I can change my mind at any point because we're sure. human beings. You know, and because you're self, you because you're open enough to, to think about that. And we're talking exactly. about we're talking about awareness. And I'm curious, when did you start? Because this is a very interesting question, and it's still being formulated in my brain as I'm thinking it. Mm -hmm. When did you start the path 
of becoming self-aware. And I, and I say that it's really, it's a question of when did you realize how, in the ways you were not aware of what you were doing? That doesn't, that's, yes. this does not make no, sense. No, it does make total sense. And I love this question because that was the, the, the pinnacle point of changing my whole trajectory, my whole life. Mm. Um, so I would say where, where I started my self-awareness journey was um, in college because growing up, I, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say like my story's the worst or um, I had it bad and, you know, everyone boohoo cry for me and all that stuff. Everyone has a story and everyone comes from a place. Um, so for me, I've always been aware of my surroundings and my environment. I would say because of, you know, growing up, you know, not with a lot of money in the household, split family uh, background, um, not having the greatest relationships with my parents, um, it made me grow up faster. So mm. I used to always get like growing up, like, oh, you're really mature for your age. It's then the third. And um, now with my knowingness, I see that I can accredit it to the living conditions and things that I had to go through growing up. Um, but what I didn't have was self-awareness. I was always, um, I would, I don't even know how to put it, but just always aware of everything else except myself. I would always put everything else first except myself. And going into college, um, there came a time where I was really just asking myself, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm going out, I'm partying a lot, I'm sleeping with a lot of women. I've been in relationships with really phenomenal women that I myself ruined because of my own insecurities, my flaws, and what I projected to them and made them feel insecure and flawed upon uh, why am I doing this? Why, why am I, you know, seeking escapism through all these different avenues? And where, where is this taking me? Whoa, you know, and once I started asking myself those questions, it really just made me I would say like pause, you know, it made, it made me kind of sit back.